And if I want to get the customer, first of all, I need to listen. I, I shouldn't be talking, I should be listening. Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the email marketing podcast or the autoresponder guy, go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. Hey, everybody, we're back with another edition of the podcast. I'm David Allen, your host as usual. We have a very interesting guy on the show today that I've been following for a while. His name is Bruno Dominguez, I believe, and if I'm pronouncing that right. And uh, one of the things I wanted to have Bruno on the show today to talk about is he's done some very interesting sort of lead generation techniques by hanging out in people's Facebook groups that have his ideal clients in them and you know, commenting and so forth and generating leads that way, he'll have much more to say about this. Bruno, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. Good to be here. Yeah, it's fantastic. You're in Lithuania. You just told me off the air, uh, hanging out, li- living the nomad lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be able to travel and work remotely as I do myself. It's fantastic. Now, let's take it back. Where were you, Bruno? How did you get into all this, uh, you know, online marketing and so forth? Well, uh, online marketing, let's see. Uh, I went from, uh, on my early years, I was working in IT. So I started by working in IT when I was about 18. Okay. I went freelancing pretty quick. By the age of 19, I was making about three and a half thousand a month already. Right. And uh, by then, I, I, this, I realized that uh, web was the future, right? Some mm-hmm. websites and all that. So I, I changed from IT into web. I went to work four years in a big agency in Holland. So I was living in Holland for four years there. Okay. I learned all I needed. And after that, I opened my company. So that was in 2004 when I started the, the business. And okay. uh, I opened in the UK, in England, which was where I thought it was the best uh, place to open at the time. So when, and, you were, uh, when you were doing IT, were you doing, like that was uh, just freelancing uh, kind of stuff too? Yeah, mostly freelancing. I, would, uh, I actually had agencies just call me and say, I have a new assignment for you. And it would be usually like a three month assignment, six hours a day or four hours a day. And it was really well paid, some of them. Mm. So it was like quite good. Then I had my own clients as well. I built computers, I installed software, gave technical support. I did a lot of those things at the time, and we, which required me to be physically present there. Right. So I couldn't actually travel and do it because I couldn't do it remotely. So <laughs> once I I realized that was like, I loved what I did. The clients were awesome. And I, I, I found very quickly that IT people are usually very valued right. because uh, everyone needs their computer fixed and they want it fast. <laughs> so they want to keep in good terms with their IT people. You know what I mean? That's right. Oh, oh yeah. I can, I, can, I can relate to that, certainly. <laughs> so uh, when, once I realized I needed to be free, I wanted to be free to travel the world and work from anywhere. And that's where I came the idea of going into web development. So I went into that in 2000 and uh, until 2004 and then started the company. Meanwhile, at the same time, mar- online marketing comes along with development websites as well. Because basically you're building sales funnels, right? right. But then you need to send traffic to it so it all uh, went from there and I started my digital marketing agency in 2004 I had already clients mm-hmm. because I, I'm like one of those guys who were 
is always busy and I never rely on just one thing or like thinking uh, when I leave my job I'll start looking for clients I never think like that I think like I get clients while I'm on a job and I only leave when I already have so many so much work to do outside that I just can't handle it and I need right. to just go on full on so by the time I started my company within two months or so I already had enough clients to just go on full-time uh, getting on the business and then uh, with that I started doing the online marketing sites which was mostly uh, Google AdWords at the time and uh, I started traveling as well so I went to Estonia I was in Latvia I've been traveling all over the place uh, Germany France Luxembourg Switzerland I've been everywhere almost in uh, Central Europe mostly yeah. Central Europe and then uh, Eastern Europe I started Lithuania Estonia Latvia so um, with this over the years I grew the business slowly but I was mostly traveling and in enjoying and working maybe two, three hours a week sometimes and just relaxing, enjoying life and learning. So that was it. And only recently, like in the last few years, that's when I started, okay, it's enough of partying and traveling, you know? Okay. So let me get serious on this and start growing seriously. So with that, so it was about maybe two years ago. I, I tried on my own initially. So I thought, well, that's what I can do. But uh, I found that I needed training really on sales, sales training. Right. It is positioning help as well to know how to position the first right. I just knew it wasn't working very well because when I tried to increase my prices and uh, I just couldn't find a good way to justify right. I knew other agencies larger agencies were doing like insane prices like 50,000 100,000 right. but I had no idea how to do that so this was part of the training I went through to understand how to do it and uh, once I got through that that's when I found Facebook groups last year in August okay. and uh, that's also again one of the issues I had in digital marketing is when I go if I wanted to advertise on my area right. it's extremely expensive because most of these big brand agencies, they spend tons of money in branding, which means they take the top positions. Right. And they pay like 15, uh, 15 or $20 a click, which is way too expensive for a small agency to afford. So that made it really hard. And I wasn't sure how can I market my own area because it's all thick. I mean, if I go and try to SEO, all the big agencies spend maybe a hundred thousand a month in uh, marketing will right. easily beat me because there's no way I can beat them. I mean, so it's like, you know, it was really hard. And that's <laughs> when uh, Facebook groups came along and it really solved that problem for me. I mean, uh, since then I haven't had any more problems finding clients because they even come to me now so it's like completely changed the whole uh, face of marketing online so, uh, yeah so when you said you went through training uh you know was that uh, did you go out and get courses or did yeah you... i invested nine thousand dollars in the course and uh, it was the best course i could find so i did some research found made sure it was really the real deal you know and right. it still took me a year to join before i joined okay so, that's what happens is like most of the times we are a bit reluctant in investing on training because we're not sure it's the right thing. We're afraid we get scammed. So it's so right. common. And uh, then we want to be 100% sure it's really going to solve the problem we have. And uh, I mean, it took me, and then I, again, we want to try to do it on our own as well because we think we can get there on my own. So I tried it and it didn't go that well. So I managed to increase sales by maybe 10% in the course of a year. Right. And for me, that was like a huge screw up. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought like 10%, like, this is a joke. That's definitely, and I had to like, Think to myself and keep an open mind and think, okay, listen, uh, talk to myself like this. Listen, I'm not getting anywhere with this. I've mm. been trying to get it on my own all this time. So it's time like to take a different approach, right? Right. I mean, 
you keep trying the same thing you've always been trying, you'll end up getting the same thing you've always been getting. So right. If I wasn't able to grow this further on my own, means I need help. And if I need help, I have to really take it serious and invest. So right. that's when I decided to do that. Now, was that, was that a mentorship or was that just a straight course? It was a coaching program with mentorship was all together. Okay. You want to give a shout out to anybody? Oh, uh, well, uh, you know who it is. Russ Rufino, of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a good guy, right? So, yeah. Awesome, yeah, really. I was actually far better than I expected, uh, the training. When I initially went for it, I thought it would solve my positioning and my sales training, uh-huh. but they had far more than that. And they had the, um, the introduction to Facebook groups, which I didn't even know they existed almost. So was that, so was that the first place you heard about it? Yeah, it was the first place I heard about it. And uh, once I realized, I, I went in the groups initially, mm-hmm. I thought, like, let me see what the hell this thing is, you know, like, what happens in here right. well most people go into groups and they already think let me sell something you know right. i was like for me it was like a strange creature and i wanted to explore and see what it is <laughs> I, I had no clue what what it was how it works and for me it's like i need to understand how it works before i actually take action and do something sure because i don't want to make sure when i do something i do it right i, I don't screw things up right. so uh that's what i did i just went start talking with people participating uh, answering uh, comments or answering on posts and because i wasn't trying to sell anything it worked really well People started engaging, they start coming to me, adding me as friends, sending me a PM, asking some questions. Some of them came and tried to sell me something. And uh, I was so open-minded, I was like really relaxed, like, let's see what's, what happens. And mm-hmm. for me, it was like a study. I was almost doing a study uh, to understand how it works. And uh, once I started getting, uh, once I got like the first two clients, I, I started realizing, what the hell? Like, this is like all these people here, a lot of them are like potential clients. Right. And that's when I started to realize the potential of it. I was like, holy crap, this is like awesome. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I went on Google Sheets. I built a little uh, Google Sheet as a template just for me to put in the engagements and who came to me, who did I speak with, right. who were like potentially a client, so all that. So I don't forget to follow up because that's uh, one of the hardest parts is to follow people up. And uh, if you don't do that, then you lose out on opportunities. So I started putting that. I started putting in where did I post and what results did I get from the post, like how many people came to me through that post, etc. And with that, I started getting a good feel of where could I find the customers I needed. And then I started following on that. So on the first month, I made about maybe 10, 12,000 extra than I used, used to make just from that. And uh, I was still a bit unsure about what to sell exactly. So I was just offering like the Google Ads campaign setup and uh, running a Google Advertisement uh, tool for uh, businesses. Okay. So I was doing that in the beginning. I did a few sites as well. But mostly people were looking for marketing, most of them. And uh, because I wasn't trying to sell them, it also make it different. So they actually approached me. And they ended up talking about their business. And I was just interested in listening about what they have to say rather than try to talk about my own business. I actually right. avoided talking about my own business because I, I, I realized that most people just want to talk about their own stuff. Yeah. And if I'm very, just very another, smart, very smart. Yeah, yeah, I told you, if I'm just another guy who wants to talk about his own stuff, nobody's going to give a crap right. because it's so common. But what I noticed is everyone wants to talk about their own stuff. And if I want to get the customer, first of all, I need to listen. I, I shouldn't be talking. I should be listening. Right. So that was my perspective on it. And I just did that. I just listened. 
and the people love to talk about their stuff. And I, for me, it's nice. I met so many interesting people. I made the joint ventures. I did all kinds of business with it. Uh, made good friends as well. I mean, it's really amazing. It's a, a very interesting community. Right. So when you have that open mind and they're just not trying to sell, you understand the full scope of it because you're, like they say, your network is your net worth. Right. This is a very common uh, phrase. And this is very true. The contacts I made are extremely valuable right now mm -hmm. because I, I have contacts now with celebrities, with uh, influencers. I've, I've, many of them are my Facebook friends and some people who I didn't even imagine I would ever really, really be able to connect to like or be close to their inner circle. And that's like really top level people like Robin Sharma. I never thought I would be able to actually talk with Robin yeah. Sharma. I mean, that's like awesome. <laughs> 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 and uh, when you're on that, on that level of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk or Robin right. Sharma, who are the top guys in the world on what they do, it's like your perspective changes. You start to see how that world works. So that's then it shifted from, from finding just the low end side where you're looking for your ideal clients, but where your ideal clients are like the small, regular, normal business, you know, the small yeah. business, the solopreneur, and your ideal clients become like mastermind owners, influencers, celebrities. That is a completely different game. So when you get to that point, the common objections you have when you're selling, which is usually it's too expensive, I don't have the money, I'm not sure if it's right. But right. when you're talking with an influencer or someone on a top level, they don't have that kind of objections. They're really smart, they know what they're doing, they know what they want, and they have the money. Yeah. So it's like, it's no problem. Usually a sale on that level takes maybe 25 minutes. Right. Goes into a phone call and it's like, oh, it's 4,000. Okay, let's go. It's 10,000. Okay, let's go. I had one with 42,000. Okay, let's go. I nice. Like, and I was like, this is not possible. In my head, it was like, this is not possible. How is it possible that before I couldn't even... I would. I had to be like three or six months chasing a, a potential client to get a four thousand sale or six thousand sale, right. and now I'm like making sales of that level, and so it's like so effortless compared to. <coughs> so, what you, like, so what were you selling that you charged forty two thousand dollars for? I don't have anything at two thousand dollars, so my minimum I have is four thousand. So okay. I. I have the different offers, which are the, the Facebook group training is one of the offers. So right. it depends on what the person needs. So I do a discovery call where I talk about, they tell me about their business, what their goals are, and then I can see if, if I can help them and what's the best option for them in terms of uh, course to go, how should we address it, and uh, if Facebook groups is the right way to go or how exactly will it work for them. Right. So that's uh, one of the parts. And uh, then you have the Facebook ads, uh, setting up and managing the campaigns, uh, Google ads managing, Without setting up and building sales funnels, but that's mainly the four main things I'm doing right now. Okay. Uh, so now people, people are probably uh, listeners to this are probably gonna uh, sit there in rapt attention. If I don't ask this next question, they're gonna be like, "God, why didn't he ask this question?" Which is, what did you, what did you charge somebody forty-two thousand dollars for? Oh, that was uh, the whole package. Was uh, the website development, the, the funnel, okay. the website, so the whole the thing. Yeah, the funnel right. development was the ads included. But that person asked me something nobody asked me before, which was twelve months support as well. Ah, gotcha. So, so it was all together in one package. It just actually I didn't do the price. It just told me, okay, listen, I have my budget is forty-two thousand. I want you to. Uh, this is how it's going to be paid. I'm going to pay first month this, second month this, third month this. This is the payment plan. This is how it's going to go. This is what I want. And he knew exactly what he wanted. It was all planned up. So it's like, and I just had to say yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good position to be in. Yeah, it was a bit surprising. I mean, that's the thing. When you get out there and you speak to a lot of people, you'll mm -hmm. get things like that happening because it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens like once in a while. It 
you get surprised. Right. You get, I mean, I got surprised when I was, I just did a post on my personal timeline uh -huh. about my program when I launched it and I had someone who wanted to promote it to their audience and right. he did a mailing to his audience who got me maybe a hundred leads out of that. Oh, so nice. I didn't know it was going to happen, but if sure. I hadn't put it out there, it wouldn't have happened. Right. So that, yeah. So that's the main point. If you don't actually go and participate and engage with people, nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Now, did that require, I mean, maybe it's hard to step out of yourself for a second, you know, because everything's, I know for me, when things happen, it's kind of like, retrospectively, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, this is sort of how it went. But at the time, did you realize, like, when someone's offering you, like, you know, a deal for $42,000 and they're sort of dictating the terms to you and you're kind of like sitting back thinking, oh my God, this is amazing. Does that require a shift in your, in your mindset? Like, were you ready for that? Or were you like, I can't believe this is happening or... Yeah, I was ready because um, on my mindset shift, it shifted around in August, uh, about August or so. And my, in my mind, my preparation was I need to keep an open mind and not make a big deal out of anything. Right. You know, what, you know what I mean? So if like whatever happens, chill, cool down, and it's normal. I just think it's it's normal. You know, like, and I don't make a big deal because I really put a lot of work into making sure my emotions don't get in the way of business. Right. And that is really critical for me. Like, I don't want to get emotional about anything, and I want to be sure that I execute and so make sure things are happen. Right. And if I'm helping a client, sometimes a client makes it complicated and I start going emotional, and I have to put him back in his place. Say like, I hey, forget your emotions focus on this is what needs to happen right of the problem and uh, sometimes that helps because people get emotional all the time that's true that is very true now okay let's go back to where like when you first invested in russ's course and it's you said it took a year you know and you said you know you were trying stuff out on your own and then you sort of came to that break point where you were like i need help you yeah. know so was there a, an event uh, something that you was know a call. Uh, i just booked the call and i spoke with them okay and when I booked the call, I didn't actually really had decided that I was going to join. I wanted to talk with them and see if what they had was actually going to solve my specific problems or get me what I thought I needed at the time. Right. So that was it. And uh, during the call, that's when it, the, the rest of the breakthrough came in that I realized, like, I mean, uh, it was time to get in action and do it. So you were basically, uh, before that, do you think you were sort of just, were you just kind of, uh, you just didn't know quite what the direction to go in, basically? Yeah, I think it was more like you're always waiting for the right moment. And uh, mm. what I realized is the right moment never really comes, ever. Right. There is no they, right moment. That's yeah. kind of what they say about having a baby or something like that. There's no... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you rarely plan. It's very rare that someone plans to have a baby. Right. Like, hey, let me plan. I'll have a baby in two years from now on a Monday. <laughs> It just sort of happens, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just happens and you deal with it and you actually end up realizing it was one of the best things that happened in your life. And uh, I've seen it happen a lot with all kinds of stuff, like single moms. I've seen single moms the same. Right. In the beginning, you think like it's the end of the world if they're going to be a single mom. Right. But then it uh, turns out it isn't and they actually love their kid and they're happy. Yeah. I mean, it's just things change. So when you take the decision to actually act and change your life after you get used, it's scary at the beginning. So you get a bit scared in the beginning when you do it. But uh, once you get used to it, it becomes natural. And then it, it ends up, if it was a good decision, ends up being like the best thing you ever did in your life. And uh, that's really what happened. So <laughs> I was very surprised. <laughs>
So was it shocking to you, like how fast things moved once you sort of got that mentorship? Yeah, it was a bit kind of, let's say how to explain, like scary in a way, but I didn't let my emotions get in the way. Right. So I focused just on execution, like what needs to happen and how and where, and right. just focus on getting things done. And that didn't leave much place for me to get on the fears, even though I, I still have like the fears everyone has, like sure. when something goes wrong and, think, and you're like second guessing yourself, like maybe I'm not that good, you know, like and right. you're pissed off at yourself, but then it, you manage to fix it and everything is good again. And then this, you know, those uh, roller coaster yeah. thing that happens and uh, every obstacle you get you start the uh, second guessing and then you solve it and everything is fine so I went through all of that but I tried to maintain just execution and steer off any emotional things or any right. um, like making any judgments so did, you, did you seek out any other resources for that in particular or were you just evolving as a person? I was evolving in all senses. So I was improving the level of service, a level of, of solutions I offered, not to be just something that I sell and that's about it. It's more like I, I have to make sure that my clients get their outcome. And this is a question that comes a lot when people want to join my program and they ask me, oh, how, like, how long is it the program? I say, well, it's the thing is, there's no how long because some people might take longer, others take less time. Depends how good they are, depends on how much time they have depends on a lot of factors and there's no way to guess it right. so the only thing i can do is like you once you join it's my job to make sure you get to your goals so you define your goals and then it doesn't end until you get to your goals and that's about it right. so i'm i'm there for them until they get to their goals and that's ends of the story and that's basically how i do it because that's really the only way that makes sense to me if i'm offering an outcome not a service right before I used to offer services before I, I did the training. Right. I was mostly just selling a service. So And now you're selling an outcome. Yeah, now it's more outcome based, yes. And had you gone through had you gone through I know Russ offers like sales training and stuff as part of his thing. You know, did had you gone through sales trainings and stuff like that before? Uh, no, it was my first time ever to invest in a course ever. Right. It was my first paid course. <laughs> <laughs> but you went all in. You pushed all in. Yeah, I mean, it just, I don't know. I just went through. It looked like it was the right thing to do. I, right. I thought, like, if I go for a cheap thing, it's probably not going to work. Right. So I want to go with the proper thing and make sure that I get the support. Right. And, uh, I mean, and it, I got lucky that it was uh, really good. I, you know, before I joined, initially, I thought it was just Russ alone doing everything. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> And then once I joined, I was like, holy crap, there's all these coaches and stuff. So it's not right. just not just Russ. So I was pretty impressed, far better than I thought. Awesome. Awesome. So now you learn about Facebook groups. You, you're you going in there. You Like you said, you because this seems to be your kind of process. You, you like to research. You like to dig into stuff and know a lot about it before you sort of, you know, go all in. You know, so now you're in these groups. You're seeing these conversations happen. You're starting yeah. to realize that there are, you know, uh, of course, you're going through the course at the same time and whatnot. You know, are you starting to realize that, you know, these are my ideal clients. There are all these people in, in some of these groups. And then, yep. you know, uh, what sort of led to your coming up with a, was it just sort of organic? You decided, oh, I, I, I know about this. I'm going to make a comment on this. And then people started to, be, you know, you exchange ideas. I tracked everything, so I knew exactly where I was getting leads from. So it was not like I was guessing or something. So everything that happened, I put it on the Google sheet, and I know who was coming from where, what their income level was. I know everything about them pretty much. And uh, with that, I could see where which groups were the ones who had the best uh, best results. Uh, where did I get the customers from? And from there, then I just you know you take a conclusion. So you look at okay, most sales coming from this group, most leads come from this group. I'm getting a lot easier to get every. Everything out of this group so this is where I'm going to put my efforts it was right. pretty much that has not 
no guessing at all. It was just like uh, numbers and the numbers told me where to go. So at that point, when you like, did you start to think, did you track it right from the beginning or did you? I you track know? it right from maybe the second week. It was like this, the first week, I remember it very well. I had just, uh, <laughs> on the first week, I just went and did some comments. I, I wasn't expecting anything. I just went to do some comments just to explore a bit. Right. Then I went back to my normal life. And then suddenly I started getting like, over, I think it was over the weekend. I did the comments on Friday or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I, over the weekend, it was about Sunday or Monday. And then I, I, I thought like, I, I got all these people coming from that comment I did on Friday. I mean, this is pretty cool. Yeah. So I thought like, let me just see what happened. And I, when I did the numbers, I looked my on my PMs, the messages I had mm-hmm. and the friend requests. I thought like, there's like 20 people already. So I thought this is really, I mean, very good. So I, I started to track. I thought this is worth tracking. That right. was the first thing I thought it was, this is worth tracking. I set up the Google sheet, put everything in there. Every single person PM. Me, I put it in there, their name, uh, their link to Facebook profile and uh, what kind of business do they have. Right. So I usually check their intro to check for that or any links they have. The, and then I put the status like, uh, did I talk with them yet? Uh, have I spoken about I need to get back with them? Uh, what happened? So I did all that tracking. And then I started testing different posts, different engagements to see what happened. And it's more like one of see what happens. Right. Because I, I, now, now that I'm a different level, I understand this is actually what happens on the high level as well. Influencers do this all the time. Right. They, try different things all the time things get old really quick so if right. you're doing the same thing that everyone's doing is not so interesting so you'll see a lot of that people trying different things different approaches different uh, crazy things and they, they do that a lot right. and that's common in social media you know if you have uh, advice for people that are out there they've never you know gotten any leads off facebook groups they probably they may hang in a, hang out in a lot of facebook groups but they've never really generated any leads what sort of advice do you have for people who are maybe rethinking this? They'll listen to this and they'll think, boy, I hang out on Facebook groups. No one's ever PM'd me and asked me what the hell I do or whatever. You know, what, uh, what sort of advice would you have for them? The best one is on many of the groups, there, there are promo days where people go and uh, they promote their stuff. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is a funny one. So <laughs> when most people see the promo day, do you know what they're thinking? They're thinking, I'm going to post the link to my business and talk about my business. Yeah, right. promo day. Right. The thing is, everybody's doing it, so nobody cares. <laughs> so That's you so wanna, true. That's so, so true. So instead, instead of doing that, you actually reverse it. So you're like thinking, okay, there's all these people posting about their business. Now, look at that. That's right. awesome. They're actually doing your work for yourself. Right, because now you because see what they do. Tell- yeah, they're already telling you if they're a good customer for you or not. I mean, fuck, damn, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, like the way you think, Bruno. I like so what, what, you, you think. What, do you, what do you do next? You see their promotional post, you reply to their post and ask more about their business, of right. course. Right. And because once they get that, they'll be like, oh, this guy's in there. Maybe he's a client, maybe he's interested about something. And they come PM you and that's it. And then you let them talk <laughs> about their business, get to know. I mean, anything can happen. You might have a lead for them. You might know someone who knows them uh, that is useful for them whatever but you just keep an open mind and you talk with people like people so people buy from people as they say man you've given a lot of value here today i have to say bruno you've been just dropping all sorts of uh, great content for people a lot of actionable little tips if people want to get a hold of you what's the best place they should go and get a hold of you well, it can come on my Facebook group, for example. Right. And anyway, what's the name of that? Let me see here. I just get the right name. And I'm in the group as well, so you can come. Yeah. So it's a, 
It's like evol evolution generate leads on Facebook groups without advertising. And your Facebook pro profile, Bruno Dominguez. Yeah, I actually have more more of these uh, actionable content on my group as well. I posted a few. I had one, several ways I leverage Facebook groups to increase my reach. We're talking about all these different ways to get it. Awesome. Awesome. You've really delivered here today, Bruno. I knew I knew you would. I could just tell by the kind of person you were and the way you were making comments and stuff. And after following you for a while, I'm really glad you made the time to come on the show. That is my pleasure. All right, man. And everybody else, hopefully we'll have somebody, uh, you know, as insightful and deliver, delivering as many actionable tips as Bruno did next week on the show. Until then. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you want to discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing and much more.